Solstice Night? Solstice Night? Nature slumbers in forest and glen. Nature slumbers in forest and glen. Till in springtime she wakens again. Obviously talking about the goddess. Sleeping spirits grow strong. She just sang, sleeping spirits grow strong. Shall I continue? That's it. She just repeated, sleeping spirits grow strong. Sleeping spirits grow strong. That is a pagan Christmas carol. That is a pagan Christmas carol. Welcome to Freedom Friday. Yes, Freedom Friday, my friends. And today is the 22nd of December, 2016. We only have a few more days left until it's 2017. That's right. But, you know, yesterday, let's go back in time. Yesterday was winter solstice. I'm a present person. You are present. You live in the, you do live in the present. But okay, for you, we'll go back. Let's go back in time, 24 hours. And it was the winter solstice. The Mm -hmm. winter solstice. Mm -hmm. So in, well, in honor of the winter solstice, and this time. Is it the longest night or is it the shortest day? Well, I've (laughs) noticed that the verbiage changed this year. Yes, it did. Um. When you study uh, the paganism and witchcraft, things like that, when you study that um, as a biblical Christian, you will learn that the winter solstice on December 21st is the longest night of the year. And that's why it's celebrated, because night and darkness has overcome light, Mm -hmm. right? Because that's what Satan's all about. Darkness. Darkness and overcoming light. But what I noticed this year is that the titles um, would read shortest day of the year, winter solstice, which is it's true because it is the shortest day. In fact, uh, yesterday was only seven hours and 41 minutes long. So the shortest day equates to the longest night. But instead of saying the longest night, and that's why it's celebrated, it's the shortest day. And now that... That was the longest night. Now, night begins to recede and daylight begins to take over all the way till summer solstice. So they kind of put that positive spin on it. But we know they like the darkness. That's why it's celebrated. Now, I posted something on Facebook uh, yesterday about the winter solstice and um, everything you need to know about the winter solstice. And it's a stupid article because it isn't everything you need to know. But today's show, I'm going to tell you everything you need to know. I'm going to tell you everything you need to know. Not this stupid article. This article was stupid. 
but I'm going to tell you everything you need to know about the winter solstice because you need to know this so that you can enhance your celebration of this Yuletide season. In fact, let's name this show Freedom Friday Yuletide Special. Yuletide Special. The Yuletide Special. So we're going to teach you how to enjoy your your pagan holiday in its fullness. But anyway, I, I posted this. Uh, yesterday, the shortest day of the year is here. That was the headline, the way it read. Everything you need to know about the winter solstice. And I posted something like, um, this is a high holy day mm-hmm. for witches and pagans, uh, etc. And there's a lot of weirdness in the air. Mm-hmm. Normally, um, we experience every year some kind of strange. I like to call it spiritual static. That's a really good term. Yeah. Yeah, because it's not really, I wouldn't say like spiritual attack, like mm-hmm. monsters, because, you know, we're protected. But it is it is static. It causes static clean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, you kind of like, yeah. you can feel it in the air. At least we can. And I'm, I'm sure many of you listening to the sound of my gorgeous voice uh, can feel it also, you know. And, uh, and if those who don't feel it, well, you know, I guess you're lucky. I ain't no one else can say, hey, you're lucky. Don't feel it. Uh, Okay, so I posted this yesterday. Well, some moron, I don't even know who he is. I don't know how he got, I think he, I think he got onto um, the Facebook page because several people had liked it and it was um, somebody else's moron friend or something Mm. like that. I never heard of this guy. When I call him a moron because a really immature reaction and he uses the F-bomb. Now I have, um, you know, on Facebook, I have it uh, set where it doesn't take any um, cussing or anything mm-hmm. like that. It just automatically hides those Gets comments. Gets rid of you. Yeah. But anyway, but I can see it. And he said, and he used the F-bomb. He goes, um, oh. he goes, F, yeah. He goes, um, you know, spirits are coming. Yay. So he was all excited to get into demonic spirit mm-hmm. worship. And I'm thinking, what an immature brain dead idiot um, because he wants to bring death upon himself. Right. So um, instead of witnessing to Christ, I just banned him from my page because he's make his, he made his choice. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, yeah, I can't, there's nothing I can do about people like that. But my point uh, is that he inspired me actually to then uh, talk about this a little more because of people's ignorance and um, not that Kapow listeners are ignorant at all in these things, but I thought it might be nice to see what, um, you know, yeah. what, what what we're doing here, right? So right. this particular uh, story is, uh, says, you know, everything you need to know, and it's not everything you need to know, but we're going to tell you everything you need to know. We'll get onto that. But before we start, do you want to uh, read? Oh, I have some scriptures. I kind of got a, a several of them together. Okay. Um, I'm just going to read what I have here. And it's from Second Timothy, Ecclesiastes, um, Galatians, and Luke. This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. Remember now thy Creator in the days of thy youth, while the evil days come not, nor the years draw nigh, when thou shalt say, I have no pleasure in them. And be not deceived, God is not mocked. For whatsoever, for whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. Strive to enter into the straight gate, for many, I say unto you, will seek to enter in and shall not be able. Perilous times. 
That's it? That's, That's it. your conglomeration? Yep. That's pretty good. Pretty short and to the point. I think so. Which is unlike you, because normally you prattle <laughs> on and on and on. I'm like, I can't get in a word edgewise. <laughs> Going to change. Going to change. Hey, I want to just change topics real, real oh, quick before. I, I, I just, pizza. I have to say this. Híjole. I have to say this. Some listeners will know who I'm talking about. Other listeners will not. Um, you've heard us talk about a good friend of ours, Kirill Mastraciana. Corel, mm-hmm. if you don't know who she is, go on YouTube, look at Corel, C-A-R-Y-L, C-A-R-Y-L, mm-hmm. Productions. She, she goes way back. Her and her husband, back in the 90s, they had a Christian film company called Jeremiah Films. Right. They did a whole expose on the Clintons back in the 90s. That's they were excellent. About exposing the darkness back then. That's what they did. They exposed the the darkness. She was uh, English from England. Hello, and was that's how I got the thing water. Water. Yes. Carell. Yeah. That's why Miss Capel says water from Carell's accent. Carell was uh, raised in India. Mm-hmm. Her book out of India was published by Lighthouse Trails. Research. Right. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the um, the people Marcos really likes a lot, and he really he recently passed away too. Not Marcos. Um, <laughs> say what? <laughs> uh, uh, what's his name? Jungen. Um, yeah, Ray Jungen. Yeah, Ray Jungen. He recently passed away too. But anyway, they they um, published her book. She has uh, dozens and dozens of DVDs. Probably the best DVD mm-hmm. on um, yoga. Yep. Ever. Yoga Uncoiled by Kirill. She lived it. She lived it. She understood Kundalini yoga and Hindu practices. She has been warning the church for years Mm -hmm. about what was coming into the church and paganism and stuff. This, This woman, that was her ministry. And we were fortunate to have met her in around 2008. 2007 or 2008, we met her, and um, we actually became friends. Mm-hmm. She lived, um, I mean, it was amazing. She only lived about 15 minutes from us. Mm-hmm. You know, we had no idea. But we've had dinner at her house. She cooked us Indian dinner, um, taught us how to make English tea. Uh, she was our very first guest on Kapow Radio Show in mm-hmm. 2011. She was our very first guest. Uh, we had Kirill as a, a guest, and then we had her on several times. So she was um, a tremendous minister. Uh, she was a Christian film producer, a real film producer, yeah. not like what these kids say today. Oh, I went to film school. I mean, mm-hmm. they don't make anything. She actually did. And, um, and an author, speaker, wonderful person. And she passed away December 2nd. Right. She passed away with, um, had a long battle with cancer. Uh, a couple of years before that, she had a, a bad bike accident. Mm-hmm. She was actually on a speaking tour. Right. And, um, and it's from that accident that they actually discovered her breast cancer. Yeah. And then, uh, so anyway, she, she just recently passed away, and it's very sad, sad news. There is a team, her ministry team is going to keep Corel Productions alive, and so there are still resources and books and DVDs and stuff sold. Uh, from her website and things like that. But if you don't know who she is, uh, she's big in California. I think people know know her in California in the church circuit. 
uh, more. But um, she also did an expose on Halloween years mm-hmm. ago. I mean, way back when. Uh, just fantastic research and really good DVDs. Oh, but anyway, excellent DVDs. Um, it's with um, it's with joy to announce that she's with our Lord and Savior. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like the good ones are going, man. The good ones are being taken. And um, but it's with sadness that um, she she's gone from us. Mm-hmm. All right. So Definitely. all right. So let me talk about the winter solstice. Yes. Yes. Because that's goofy guy. It was like, yeah, if yeah, man, spirits. Yeah. Can't wait. What an idiot. <laughs> I mean, really? I mean, you're the immaturity, the spiritual and emotional immaturity of some people is just it's just amazing. What what they think is funny or cool or good, they have no idea what they're getting into, and that it's for eternity. Yeah, this stuff is it's you can't unring that eternal bell. No, that's it, yeah. It, it just blows my mind just how myopic people are. Mm-hmm. They just they just see right in front of them, and that's it. Amazing, the degradation of the human animal. I don't know what all this fuss is about about these pestilence. I think the scientists are doing a great job. Clueless, in the dark. Uh, I think the government's doing a good job. Have no idea what is really going on? I have an app for that. Kapow Radio Show app for iPhone and iPad. Kapow Radio Show app for Android. Get the app. Get a clue. Hey, Vinny. I love politicians. I think they've got my best interest in mind. Get the app. Get a clue. FifthHookMedia.com. Um, anyway, so December 21st was the winter solstice, right? It's the official start of the astronomical winter. And the day is the day is very short and the night is very long. Mm-hmm. The solstice happened at the same moment. Now, it happens at the same moment for all of us, regardless of where in the world you are. Isn't that something? That is. Because it, it's... Yeah. The uh, the North Pole is tilted twenty three point five degrees. That's why I say it's astronomical. Yeah, not yes. Away from the sun, it gives us the shortest day of the year. Also, the longest night. Uh, when is it happening? Well, they said it took place at ten point forty four a.m. GMT time, officially marking the start of astronomical winter. And yesterday, the day was seven hours and forty nine minutes and forty one seconds long. Almost nine hours less than the year's longest day in the summer. Interesting. Mm. The astronomical winter lasts from December 21st, 2016, and ends on March 19th, 2017. Mm. This is the astronomical winter. All right? This is all a very high holy day, pagan witchcraft time of year, all the way up to the spring equinox. It's a big deal because while most of us, it just means, um, you know, we want some more sunlight and things like that. Around 5,000 people, including pagans and druids, they go to celebrate at Stonehenge in the morning. Mm -hmm. They like that. So, but last night while you slept in your little comfy beds, there was a lot of stuff going on. Out there. So there's a lot of witchcraft. There's a lot of things going on because it's a very powerful time for magic. And so guys like this goofy guy can laugh about that and poo poo it and, 
maybe he, he's looking forward to uh, seeing spirits. Uh, but it's a very serious thing, and mm-hmm. it's it's all around us. And if you don't have the protection of the blood of Christ, you're flapping in the wind right. when it comes to this stuff. You really are. Anyway, a lot of uh, people yesterday gathered at Stonehenge, and they were dressed in their medieval-style uh, clothing, and they have picnics, and they, they perform special religious ceremonies. And uh, I've seen pictures of these guys. Every year I look at the pictures of the, the people that go out there, and they are like the dregs of the dregs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, they're like the tattooed lizard woman, and the you know, yeah. I mean, they, they these people are these people come from out of the rocks, type yeah, of thing. Yeah. They come out of hiding. Yeah. So um, that that was yesterday. So let's 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 discuss. You know, for the sake of um, for the sake of you know, hey, you know what? If you're going to celebrate this season, the the baby the baby Jesus. Um. You know, season, celebrate it. You know, you might as well celebrate it right. Right. So here's, we're going to, t- we're going to show you how to celebrate it right. This is, um, we're going to teach you how to set up your Yule altar. All right. This is, this is pretty good. Yule. Now, if you, I want you to look at this picture of the Yule altar. And I want you to, well, what's this, Miss Kapow, right here in the middle? Well, it looks like a uh, candle with a ring around it. And other little candles surrounding it. Okay. So then what what, what what would be this here on the Yule altar? What is this green stuff here? Uh, it looks like pine. Yeah, pine. Trees. Is that a pine cone? Pine mm-hmm. cones? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Red candle. And then how about this? this Christmas tree. That looks decoration. like a... Well, I don't think we call it a Christmas tree. I think we call it a holiday tree or a Yule tree. Because Christmas tends to, to signify one particular pagan religion. That's Christianity. Oh. Okay. Right, Christ. So you mean more generic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because many pagans celebrate this holiday, not right. just Christians. My bad. Yeah. So it's it's it look it's it's what Christians would call a Christmas tree, mm-hmm. but pagans call it a Yule tree or a holiday tree. So yeah, I guess my point is is a lot of the same things you use what Chris, Christians would use for Christmas are on the Yule altar. Mm-hmm. That's kind of strange, don't you think? Mm-hmm. Being as you know. It's Christianity. Mm-hmm. Okay. It should so, be different than yeah. pagan yeah. stuff. But this is what we're learning today. Isn't that amazing? Mm-hmm. Kids, what we're learning? Yule is the time of year when pagans around the world celebrate the winter solstice. Now, this is a fact. I'm not making this up. It's a fact. Um, it's, it's around December 21st. It's um, the Sabbath is considered the longest night of the year. They consider it a Sabbath. And following Yule, the sun begins its long journey back to Earth. Remember, it's the longest night of the year, and then the sun begins its journey back to Earth. Try setting up some of this stuff on your Yule-tide um, altar. Some of these ideas. All right? Mm-hmm. Colors of the season, Ms. Kapow. What? What colors of the season should we as pagans put on our Yuletide altar? Um, it says uh, blues, silvers, and whites. And also includes reds, whites, greens. Evergreen bows never go out of style, so add some dark greens as well. Mm-hmm. Right? We went to Calvary Chapel in San Jacinto that absolutely refused to have a Christmas tree inside their sanctuary. Because 
they believed the Christmas tree had pagan roots. But what they did do is they would put evergreen boughs mm-hmm. on the yeah. walls. Right. They decorated with garland. So, yeah, yeah, you know, you don't need a Christmas tree. Just put the uh, the evergreen in there because mm-hmm. you have that near little altar, right? Right. Red is often associated with passion and sexuality. Hubba hubba. However, for some people, it indicates prosperity. Hmm. In chakra work, red is connected with the root chakra, connected to the base of the spine. You know, the Kundalini thing. Yeah. It's your holistic healing, healing, all this stuff, right? It's your grounding force, right? So mm-hmm. red is, is important. If you're using white on your altar at Yule time, consider incorporating it into rituals that focus on purification, right? Right. Or your own spiritual development, Right. Right. Hang white snowflakes and stars around your home as a way of keeping the spiritual environment clean. Wow. You can also add uh, white pillows filled with herbs to your couch. You know why? Because you want to create a sacred space for your meditation. Right. So this is this is how to this is how to set up your Yule altar. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Winter solstice is a season of the sun. And so gold is often associated with solar power and energy. So you, you want to make sure you got some gold in there and stuff like that. Maybe hang some suns around the house on your altar. Hmm. And then cover your altar with a cool cloth, a cool color. And then have some candles around Usually it. silver and gold candles. Silver and gold. Well, but, but those are Christmas colors, aren't they? Are they not? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Silver bells. Okay. Uh, what's, our, what's some of the symbols of winter? Um, uh, gold discs, yellow candles, anything bright and shiny can, that could represent the sun. Mm-hmm. Um, large pillar candles, um, inscribe it with solar symbols. Nice. And then designate it as their sun candle. Nice. You can even add evergreen bows, sprigs of holly, pine codes, and even a Santa Claus. You can add a Santa Claus to your Yule altar. And... You can consider antlers or reindeer along with other symbols of fertility. Wow. So I can add a Santa Claus. Folks, this is going to be. Reindeer. And reindeer and some antlers to our pagan Yule tied altar. (laughs) Yeah, you can do the reindeer dance. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so we can also incorporate some sacred plants associated with winter solstice as well. Evergreen bows like pine, Pines? fir, juniper, and cedar. Aren't those basically like what a Christmas tree is, mm-hmm. right? They're the evergreen family. <clears throat> yeah. And they're used to um, protect for protection and prosperity. Okay. As well as continuation of life and renewal. See, we didn't know this stuff. Mm-mm. See, this is this is good. So we can bring all this pagan stuff. And if you hang in. a sprig of holly in your house, it is to ensure, ensure good luck and safety to your family. Oh wow! And if you wear it as a charm or make holy water, um, it's holy can, water actually. Exactly. But you can read it as holy water, and you soak the leaves overnight in spring water under a full moon. Ooh, mm. that's so crazy well you can you can use birch branches to craft your own uh besom for magical workings and then spells and rituals related to enchantments renewal purification fresh starts and new beginnings see that just creeps me out why it's the season of yule it's all around you miss kapow 
Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're going to do it, you might as well do it right. This is how you do it. This is how the pagans do it. They've been doing it for years. You know, um, let's see. There's no limit to the number of things you can put on your Yule altar. As long as you got the space. Hmm. So fruits and nuts, mistletoe, snowflakes, candy canes, bells, sun wheels. Wow. So it's a lot of the same stuff you just, it's just the Christmas decorations you already have. Mm-hmm. So then you can take your uh, Christian Christmas, mm-hmm. right? And just put it on your Yule altar and just, you put it on there and it's one of the same. Right. Ah, see how easy it is. Religion is easy. Mm-hmm. You got to love religion. Uh, let's see. Um, okay. Here's some other things you can do. You can do candles and lights. You know why? Because Yule is a celebration of light. And do you know this year, Christmas also falls on the exact same day as Hanukkah. Yeah, isn't that interesting? Festival of Lights, yes. Mm-hmm. And Netanyahu in Israel, I just read this today. You did. I remember you reading it to me. He went to the... International Christian Embassy. Did you know that we had an international Christian embassy in Israel? Mm-hmm. And Netanyahu, the prime minister of Israel, went there, who's a Jew, and he gave a little speech about whatever. Happy Hanukkah, Merry Christmas to all you Christians here in Israel. Mm-hmm. And I thought, wow. I thought they were, I didn't think, you know, I mean, because here's Jesus. The birth of Jesus, like, no, Jesus ain't our Messiah. We're still looking for a Messiah. But then you guys say Jesus is your Messiah, but you have an embassy in Israel, and here I am talking to your Christian. Yeah, I'm just thinking, wow. Doesn't sound right. I don't know. I I think it's a beautiful thing because all religions are getting together now, and they're going to be one. Mm -hmm. And I think it's a beautiful thing. Instead of being so divisive, let's just all be one. Yeah, that's what we want. Yeah, and then we can have a little... uh, you know, you will alter. So it's a celebration of light. So bring the light back into your home during the season of the long nights. Candles galore can be placed on tabletops. You could hang, oh, Twinkie lights. Ooh, Twinkie lights. It Lots actually Twinkie says lights, yes. Twinkie lights, kind of like Christmas tree lights. Mm-hmm. But we can't use the word Christmas tree. I mean, holiday tree lights. You can hang from your ceiling, your walls. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um... Because it's a celebration of light. Suns and solar symbols. It's the longest night of the year. It's the Sabbath in which the sun begins making its return back to Earth. I don't know where it was at. The sun was gone. Hang suns and solar symbols all over your house. Right? Just do it. I wonder if that means like, you know, when they had those little icicles or those... uh Little garland things on the tree. Yeah, that that reflect yeah. light. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all a. I'm sure the roots of it go back to the yeah. sun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See how much we're learning here, kids, mm-hmm. about religion. Fascinating. Yeah, all religion, whether it's pagan or Christian, it's all the same, isn't it? Cool. We're all one. Not in Yahoo at the Christian Yahoo embassy. Yeah, Yahoo and us. It's just, it's just, it's a wonderful it's a time. Beautiful thing. It is, because I love being, it's just united. Pine cones, greenery, and reefs. Now, let me teach you something here about pine cones, greenery, and reefs. Doesn't this look like a, I'm going to say the word, Christmas 
wreath that you would hang on your door? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, to the pagans, they just call it, it's a wreath. It is a wreath. What they say is that Saturnalia, Saturnalia, Saturnalia where we get our term Saturn, Saturn, or Saturn Day, it fell in mid-December. It was a time to honor the god Saturn. And mm-hmm. so Roman homes and hearths were decorated with bows of greenery, vines, ivy, and the like. Mm-hmm. Also, the ancient Egyptians didn't have ever, evergreen trees, but they had palms. And the palm tree was a symbol of resurrection and rebirth. Mm. And they often brought the fronds into their homes during the time of the winter solstice. That's interesting because that's before Christ, huh? Mm-hmm. That's before Christ Mass that they were doing this. So Christ Mass didn't invent this stuff. It was already done. See how we're all one? It's beautiful. Bring holly and ivy indoors. Gather up pine combs and boughs and enjoy it. Just just the sight, but the sense of greenery as well. Okay? Um, Yule logs. Do we need to talk about Yule logs? It's not, it's not just a rich chocolate dessert. It used to be something that you'd throw in the fire during the winter, and it would, like, you know, create keep light it, and warm, right? So, you know, Yule log. So if you have a fireplace, get a Yule log. Um, here's one of my favorite pagan things to put on my Yule altar. Fruits, nuts, and berries. Mmm. Too bad they don't add some cheese in there, but I don't think cheese is a pagan thing. Winter is a time in which many of us stock up on fruits, nuts, and berries. After all, our ancestors, these were the things which they could gather in advance and preserve for the long winter. Uh huh. So gather some of this stuff. Fill, fill bowls and baskets of beautiful stuff. Um, do I need to go on? Here, here's some Yule rituals. Here's a Yule prayer. Oh, that ought to be interesting. Well, you need a prayer of devotional for the Yule season. And you'll oh, find... thanks to the goddess. Mm-mm, yes, mm-mm. that's what it is. You, you give thanks to the goddess, a reminder of the cold and darkness that are important. But So Yule prayers are important. Um, there's a ritual to welcome back the sun. All right. So you want to welcome back the sun in your Yuletime celebrations because the earth has been dormant and all this stuff. Uh, Oh, how about this one? A Yule cleansing ritual. About a month before Yule rolls in, start thinking about the clutter you've accumulated over the past year. And um, just get rid of the clutter. It's easier to focus. Get rid of the junk. It's a a cleansing. Uh, you You can also hold a family Yule log ceremony. Mm-hmm. If your family enjoys ritual, like ours does, you can welcome back the sun at Yule with a simple winter ceremony. The first thing you'll need is a Yule log. I said, go on, get you a big old Yule log. <laughs> Just get a big Yule log. I used to have a fireplace. I don't have a fireplace anymore. Thank the Lord And I don't have a gas that. stove. I have electric stove, so I can't burn that. So I don't know how I'm going to burn a Yule log. Um I don't know. I have to come up with something. Then the HOA is going to get mad at me for burning a fire in the backyard. Exactly. Exactly. If you make a week or two in advance, you can enjoy it as a centerpiece prior to burning it. Okay. Oh, this one. Now, this is this is amazing because this this sounds a lot like a Christ mass tree. It's a holiday tree blessing ritual. Okay. Um, here's what the pagan site says. If your family uses a holiday tree at Yule, and many pagans do, okay? So the pagans aren't afraid of a Christmas tree. And I think that's beautiful, right? Because we're all one. Mm -hmm. We're all one religion. 
Um, you might want to consider a blessing ritual for the tree. Oh, yeah. Both at the time you cut it down and again before you've decorated it. Although many families use fake holiday trees like fake news, a cut one from a tree farm is actually more environmentally friendly. Of course it is. So if you never considered a live tree, maybe it's a good year to start doing this. And then you and your family can do a holiday tree blessing ritual. Mm. Wow. I, I love it because you can incorporate all pagan religions, Christian religion, all Netanyahu, Israel, you can Jewish religion. You can incorporate all of it at this time of year. It's, I mean, we're one. Finally, finally, we're meeting the goals of a one religion. Goddess ritual for solitaries. Uh, you can do a goddess ritual. You can do a goddess ritual in groups. Okay. And then go on how to welcome back the sun. There's all kinds of good rituals here. So if you want to know about it, go to paganwiccan.about.com. Paganwiccan.about.com. And you can learn everything about this beautiful time. And you can do your, your rituals. See, all this stuff reminds me of the... Uh scriptures in romans and i'm going to read it because this is pretty good because all these things have in common is that they're worshiping the creation Ah. instead of the creator and it Hmm. says here in uh, romans 121 when they knew god they glorified him not as god neither were thankful but became vain in their imaginations and their foolish heart was darkened professing themselves to be wise they became foolish fools and changed the glory of the un incorruptible God into an image made like to corruptible man, to birds, four-footed beasts, and creeping things. Mm. Wherefore, God also gave them up to uncleanness through the lust of their own hearts to dishonor their own bodies between themselves, who changed the truth of God into a lie and worshiped and served the cre- creature more than the creator who is blessed forever. Amen. Well, that's that true. It. That really fits in with um, the whole sun worship and welcoming the sun and bringing mm-hmm. in all this stuff. Very interesting. Um, here's another site. It's called the White Goddess.co.uk, the White Goddess. And it's Mary Yule. And uh, we'll just we'll talk about just a little bit more about this so we can we can celebrate it with gusto. Uh, it talks about the origin of the word Yule and blah blah blah. You know, meaning wheel, the wheel of the zodiac, wheel of life, blah, blah, blah. It's the rebirth of the sun. It's an important turning point as it marks the shortest day when the hours of daylight are at their least. It's also the start of the increase in the hours of daylight until the summer solstice when darkness becomes ascendant once See, more. See, they try to sound wise, but they're foolish. Yeah, they're foolish. They are, but... Um, cycles of the year. Yule is deeply rooted in the cycle of the year. It's seed time of the year, the longest night, the shortest day, where, this is important, the goddess, Mm. the goddess once again becomes the great mother and gives birth to the new sun king. Huh. In a poetic sense, it is on the longest night of the winter, the dark night of our souls, Mm. that there springs the new spark of hope, the sacred fire, the light of the world, the coal coeth. So fire festivals celebrating the rebirth of the sun held on the winter solstice can be found throughout the ancient world. The Roman festival of Saturnalia was held on the winter solstice. Bows of evergreen trees, bushes would decorate the house. Gifts were exchanged and normal business was suspended. Huh. 
The Persian Mathreus held December 25th. That's right. December 25th as sacred to the birth of their sun god, Mithras. And celebrated as a victory of light over darkness. In Sweden, December 13th was sacred to the goddess Lucina, or guess what? The Shining One. The Shining One. It was a celebration of the return of the light. On Yule itself, around the 21st, bonfires were lit to honor Odin and Thor. And so, you know, this goes back quite a ways. Are you still writing? You no, need? no, no. The festival was already, Miss Capel's taking notes. She's learning something, too, on this. Miss mm-hmm. Cabal's like, I'm taking you po- folks to school. I'm taking you to school today. Normally, I just talk about, but I'm, te- I'm, I'm teaching you something here. You need to celebrate with Things Gusto. Things are like connecting in my head. It's yeah. Like, hmm, no, I need to verify that. Yeah, because we're, it's a one world religion now. It's one religion. This is, this is what it's about. The festival uh, was already closely associated with the birth of older pagan gods like Oedipus, Theseus, Hercules, Perseus, Jason, Dionysus, Apollo, Mithra, Horus, and even Arthur, Arthur, I'm sorry, with the cycle of birth, death, and resurrection. Now, check this out, what they write. That is also very close to that of who? Jesus. Mm. They say it can hardly be a coincidence that the Christians also use this time of year for the birth of Christ. Mystically linking him with the sun. Wow. That's sad, huh? That's that's sad that you have to read that on the whitegoddess.co.uk website. (laughs) Uh, Yule is another fire festival, should come as no surprise. However, unlike the more public outdoor festival of the summer solstice, Yule is more private. Sick. Sick. Sick, dog. Excuse me, I had a I had a Yule log in my throat. <laughs> I had an Obama in my throat. Uh, anyway, Yule is strongly associated with the fertility and the continuation of life. Here the goddess is in her dark aspect mm. as, quote, she who cuts the thread or, check this out, our lady in darkness. Mm. That sounds very Catholic. Can you imagine what church do you go to? We go to our lady in darkness. Well, I go to Our Lady of the Sacred Heart. Well, Our Lady in Darkness is much better. Yeah. We drink wine. Um, (laughs) Anyway, this Lady in Darkness calls back the sun god. Yet at the same time, she's in the process of giving birth to sun, S-O-N, lover, Mm. who will re-fertilize her and the earth, bringing back light and warmth to the world. That sounds special. Pagans are kind of trippy, man. Mm-hmm. Um. And it talks about mistletoe and candles and, oh, it even gives you some, okay, folks, you're going to love this. You want to celebrate, we want to celebrate the holiday season in its fullness, in its full pagan capacity, it become one religion with, with everybody. Mm-hmm. This is with Netanyahu, with, with the Pope, with, uh, we want to do this, see, because it's, that's, you know, we need to become one religion. Here's, here's a recipe for wassail, Yule wassail. Here's a pagan it's a recipe. Cider, right? Yes, and it's gonna—it's a delicious pagan cider. Your cider, you're gonna want to make with your kids in the kitchen with your Yule altar. Wassel is derived from the Anglo-Saxon Saxon Weshal, 
meaning be whole or be of good health, right? Mm -hmm. It was a salutation to use it at Yule. Uh, They passed the bowl around with toast and singing with something like this. Yo, ho, la, 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 want to push myself. Pirates of the Caribbean. It's all the same. Rum, wassail, who does it matter? Wassail carols, carols, wassail carols, not Christmas carols, wassail carols would be sung as people would travel from house to house in the village bringing good wishes in return for a small gratuity. Mm-hmm. We should bring that back in. I'll yeah. sing at your door, you give me some bucks, right? And I'll go, ho, 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 pass the wassail around. There you go. The apple tree was sell, sung in hopes of a good crop of cider the following year. Others such as the gower was sell, Carol will survive today. I don't know. So here's a recipe for a Yule was sell. Everybody want to write this down to celebrate the uh, pagan holiday. Do it's, we want to be invited so we can taste it? Yes. You need three red apples. Three. Three, three ounces of brown sugar. Mm-hmm. Two pints. Are you writing this down? Ms. No. Capel? Okay. You need two pints brown ale, apple cider or hard cider. Mm. Mm. You need one half pint of dry sherry or dry white wine, a quarter tablespoon of cinnamon, and a quarter teaspoon of ginger strips or lemon peel. Ah. And then you core and you heat the apples with brown sugar, some of the ale and cider in an oven for 30 minutes, put in a large pan, add the rest of the spices and the lemon peel, simmer on a stove for five minutes, add most of the alcohol at the last minute so it heats up but doesn't evaporate. Burgundy and brandy can be substituted for the ale and sherry. White sugar and halved oranges may be added to taste. Makes enough for eight. Wassel! Wow. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, you want to do? You want to know a ritual for Yule? Sure. You need you need a Yule log, ochre pine. Okay. So go to Ace Hardware or Home Depot and get yourself a Yule log. Um, with white, red, and black candles on it. Ooh. Now you set that in the fireplace. If you don't have a fireplace, um, I don't know. A fire pit. Yeah, put it in your fire pit. If you don't have a fire pit. Put it in your dresser drawer. (laughs) You need a chalice of wine. You need a small piece of paper and a pencil for each person. This is a ritual. Okay. Mm -hmm. This is going to be fun because you can start this with your family and you can talk about, you know, how we're one religion and we can all do this. Uh, The altar is then adorned with evergreens such as pine, rosemary, bay, juniper, and cedar. And the same can be laid to mark the circle. Ooh, a circle casting. Now, there's a Christian book called uh, Circle Maker. Mm-hmm. where the guy uses this exact pagan ritual and he Christianized it. And he talks about and making a circle. In a circle and pray. And, and you, you pray don't to God. believe until God gives you what you want. Yeah. You demand of God, I need prosperity. I need a new car. I need healing. I need a boat. You know, I need a haircut. Whatever you need from God, <laughs> you stand in that circle and you don't give up until God goes, well, gosh, he's just bugging me so much. I'm just going to just give in to his pagan ritual. There's an actual book, a Christian book that's sold in Christian bookstores called The Circle Maker. Yeah. I lie to you not, folks. And this is this is it right here. So after casting the circle, the priestess, that would be Miss Kapow in this case, <laughs> she would say, 
Since the beginning of time, we have gathered in this season to celebrate the rebirth of the sun. On the winter solstice, the darkest of nights, the goddess becomes the great mother and once again gives birth to the sun in a new yearly cycle. She would say this much slower, though. Bringing new light and hope to all the earth on the longest night of winter and the dark night of our souls. These springs of new spark of hope. Spark, fire, blah, 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 blah. We gather tonight to await the new light. Blah, 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 blah. Welcome the sun. Now prepare to welcome the new light within. And then, I'm not going to read this because it's an invocation to the goddess and the god. Yeah. So I'm not going to read the invocation to that, but hey, that's part of the ritual. Mm-mm. And then you write the le- you you light the red candle, and that's to the mother. And then you light the black candle, um, and then you're asking the Lady of Darkness. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. You're asking the Lady of Darkness to do stuff with you. <laughs> and then the priest, that would be me in this case, would uh, would talk about the ancient god of the forest. And then I would do the consecration of the Yule log <laughs> at the end of the solar year. Mm. And um, anyway, on the piece of paper, we'd write something you hope to accomplish during this coming coming year. Okay, let me let me let me just stop right here. If you're doing this ritual, and then you got to think about what are, what am I going to accomplish this year? I'm sorry, you've already lost it. Yeah, you know the sad thing <laughs> is though, in two thousand five uh, six, I met a gal. Who said she was Christian, and her grand, her, her not her grandmother, but her aunt who lived in uh, Columbia or something like that. Oh, that's right. They did that every year, but on New Year's, and they would write stuff down on a piece of paper or whatever, and they would pray to. I forget who they pray to, but yeah, know. the God Cheats and Witsa. But basically, that they would um, all the things that were bad la- the, that year yeah. would be. You know, crumbled, and then the, the piece of paper that all the things you want to happen the following year, they would pray and. Yeah. And I'm thinking, well, that's not very Christian. No, but it's like the big mixture. It's the whole, it's the whole Santaria thing. You know, you got the Afro. But I think that at that time, it's, it really dawned on me that there are so many different Jesuses because yeah. there's you know before all that when people said, oh, I'm a Christian or I'm a Jesus, or I know Jesus. You just took it for granted that it was the same Christianity, the same mm-hmm. Jesus that you knew. Yeah. And then when they do stuff that's contradictory to what the Bible says, you 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 get confused. At mm-hmm. least I did. It's like, how can that be? You know what I mean? I used to think that way about Mormons. Yeah. You know, I mean, they say they use the same language. Uh, they pray to the same, you know to Jesus and yada yada yada. And I, but their their ways and stuff were just so different than what you know until i finally learned that the it's definitions different, are different yeah the different jesus it's the jesus but it, but it took me a while to to see that yeah it, and it does but um you know obviously folks i mean you're, you're listening you're kapow listeners so you're you're of higher intelligence and spiritual uh maturity you really are but we're being facetious here you know um not Miss Capel in her last statement, but my whole celebrating the pay. I'm, be, I'm being facetious, mm-hmm. and I think those of you will understand my tongue in cheek. My tongue in cheek. My my thing here. Um, but everything I read to you was absolutely true from the pagan websites. And so it's like uh, it's creepy. Mm-hmm. You know, one one religion. Religion. I mean, we we can sit there and look for the Antichrist all day long. And look for, you know, one world government and one world monetary system and one world religion. We can, we can look for all that all day long and not realize that it's right here under our nose. And it has been for centuries. It's 
it's all united. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I read Netanyahu went to the International Christian Embassy in Israel, which blew my mind that there was a Christian embassy there. Mm-hmm. There's a whole organization. Uh, they're pretty big organization. And that he goes there every year and he does a, a Christmas speech. And I'm thinking, wow, you know, it's just, it's united to one. And then a lot of the stuff was said was very Catholic. Yep. And um, so it's all, it's all united. It's all, it's all one. Mm-hmm. And uh, they all come together. Because that's exactly it's, it's religion. what they want. Yeah, it's religion. Uh, I put this on Facebook. It's a picture of a pentagram. Uh, it's a <laughs> run over pentagram. Looked like it was on a metal stand, uh, a metal pentagram, and somebody took their car or truck and ran it over and destroyed it. <laughs> so somebody in Boca Rutan, Florida, didn't appreciate the In Satan We Trust display. So here's what happened in Boca Raton. They have a park and they have they call it a free expression zone. So you can put a nativity scene there with baby Jesus and say Merry Christmas. And you put a Christmas tree there. And then you can also put a pentagram there and say in Satan we trust. And you can do whatever you want because it's expression free. You're free to express anything you want in this park. And so you please everybody. Everybody's happy. Everybody's pleased. So they did this in this park. uh, And this pentagram apparently was defaced. Now, the article was kind of stupid because they said it was vandalized four times. But when I read the article, the vandalism wasn't quite what I would consider vandalism. Yeah. But anyway, the, the police were called out four times to protect the satanic pentagram. And then finally, one morning, one guy was walking and he goes, wow. (laughs) <laughs> and the picture shows these tire tracks through the park, and somebody took a looks like a probably a large truck, and yeah. just ran over Satan. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it was kind of just kind of interesting um, that people in uh, Boca Raton just didn't appreciate the whole in Satan we trust no. in the Yule time um, deal. So that person doesn't see no the one one world religion like the rest of the religions do. So he's a hater. He's a hater. Or she. Yeah. Could have been a she. A yeah. Could have been an old lady in a Buick. There you go. And it could have it could have been not a hate crime at all. Could just have been an old lady in a Buick looking for Walmart, took the wrong turn. <laughs> Happens every day. Every day. Uh New York Times has uh here's here's the new Bruce Jenner. Ugh. Miss Kapow. What happened to Brucey boy? How come we don't hear about Brucey boy? Because he supported Trump. He did. And right after he did that, he like fell off the face of the flat earth. You don't hear <laughs> He did the flat earth. He did. Oh, not only is the earth flat, folks, but have you heard this new one? It's mm-hmm. a fake sun. Have you heard this oh, on YouTube? Yeah, that's so annoying. NASA or somebody's up in space and they create, they, I, I swear there's people putting this out there on YouTube yep. and there's a fake sun out there. And so the sun is not the real sun like it used to be. It's a fake satellite out there. And they could turn it off anytime. So the man cannot figure out how to invent a garden hose that don't kink. Right? Mm-hmm. But they can put a fake sun out there. Yep. So, yeah, there's a fake sun. So anyway, yeah, uh, Bruce Jenner came out and said he was a Republican. He supported Trump. And so you don't hear from him anymore. So they need a new poster boy. A transgender poster boy. And I think they found it, except he's not as famous as Brucey Boy. Not yet. Not yet. They're trying to make him. 
Uh, this is the gender fluid performer who changed the academy's mind. Gender fluid. You know what that means? One day I was a girl, one day I was a boy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's been a dizzying few weeks for Kelly Mantle. It's a he, by the way. Mm-hmm. And it's an ugly he dressed as an ugly gal. I'm, I'm, yeah. I don't mean to body shame, you know, but yeah. he, he looks really. Wow. Mm-hmm. And he's all dolled up with professional photography. He's an actor. Kelly Mantle, he's a gender fluid performer whom the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences deemed eligible. Check this out, Ms. Powell. Check it out for both female and male acting categories. There you have it. At the Oscars this year. Now, you're, pop, you're probably going, who the heck is Kelly Mantle? You know why you never heard of him? Because he's a nothing. Mm-hmm. He wasn't even in a major motion picture. No. It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a Sundance Festival independent movie mm-hmm. with Gary Busey. Yeah, hello. Isn't that the guy who fell off the motorcycle and cracked his head? Uh, yeah, several times. <laughs> 20 years ago. Um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, the film is called Confessions of a Womanizer. Um, stars Gary Busey in it, and no one would even know it if it wasn't for this Academy Award thing for this guy. Um, but Kelly Mantle, his uncle, was the baseball great Mickey Mantle. So they say, I wonder if all that's true. You know what I mean? Well, Mickey's dead now. You can't ask him. Can you imagine that? Uh, Let's see. Kelly Mantle said that for the purpose of this article, and I appreciate him giving us permission, he said it was okay to use either he or she. (laughs) Yeah. Otherwise, we'd have to call him Z, Z. Zo, Mm -hmm. it. The news was picked up by outlets around the world, but also led an emotional outpouring from the transgender and gender fluid youth across the globe. It's beautiful. Here's what here's what he said. You want you want to hear what he said? Uh huh. He said, "Oh my gosh, I'm so thankful for all the messages and stories. I'm taking time over the holidays to respond." That was nice. Yeah, yeah. He's shooting a pilot there in L.A. Mm. Um, I don't think he's actually shooting a like airline pilot with a gun. <laughs> he's shooting a Movie pilot. He's filming. You know what? If you're not from California, you don't understand the Hollywood talk. You're not cool. Uh, he's a 40-year-old guy. Wow. He's 40 years that old. That picture made him look like he's 20. Right. He's gorgeous. He is gorgeous. I need some of that cream. <laughs> you need... Uh, it's called Photoshop. Oh. <laughs> Photoshop cream. Oh, I need some of that. Okay. He's 40 Just years old. He grew up in Oklahoma. His father is one of Mickey Mantle's four younger brothers. His father was a high school football coach. The performer said his brother was an all-star athlete. Now, what happened to Kelly Mantle here? Mantle went into acting and singing. (laughs) It said he always had the full backing of the people close to him. I'm so blessed with an amazing family. He said Mickey supported me when he was alive. Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, So anyway, he um, (laughs) he got news that he is eligible for getting an Oscar as both a male and a female. In the movie he was in, Confessions of a, what is it? A womanizer? No, no, no. He plays Ginger, who's a transgender prostitute. Oh, so he's playing himself, basically. (laughs) Exactly. 
He is. He says he's a transgender prostitute who ends up being the voice of reason in the film. And filmmakers have been criticized for making so many transgender characters prostitutes. And they do. Have you noticed this? Mm-hmm. To the point of stereotyping. But Mantle said that was changing, even though he joked he is kind of the go-to trans prostitute in Hollywood. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. You can find me at the corner of Santa Monica and Highland, he said. <laughs> but anyway, transgenders are human beings. They're not just freaks to stare at. And he's going to get an award for both male and female acting. Right, that's I think it's beautiful. Special it's beautiful. Okay, real quick here. Let's. We're not going to talk about lacing dog treats with cannabis. Um, people can read that on their own. It's on our Facebook page. If you want to know how people are using dope to give to their dogs, it's a big business now. So um, we were going to talk about, that, but I'm going to skip that in the in the. Good, because I didn't like that story. Yeah. It made me angry because of time. So. Uh, let's talk about the Methodist Church, the United Methodist Church. This is our last story. Because with all that's going on today in the world, um, one world religion, the whole bit and everything, we want to know what the what the, the churches are doing. And the United Methodist Church is converting to virtual mosques for Muslim migrants. And this is one particular church, I believe, in Texas. Mm. It's a virtual mosque program to preach Islam at Methodist churches. Now, honestly, do you think Islamist, they, they want, they're going to go to a Methodist church to... No. The United Methodist Church is reportedly implementing a statewide plan to revamp Texas churches into virtual mosques uh, catering to incoming Muslim migrants. Hmm. Gosh, if we could get rid of all the libtards yeah, I know. in Wouldn't this country, this, be this would be live? such a good... Uh, I think we can actually do something in this country if we get rid of all the, the libtards. Mm-hmm. The United Methodist Church, or like Brother Kapow always says, the United Methadon Church, mm-hmm. because they are in Methadon because they're addicted to spiritual heroin. Mm-hmm. Totally dumbed down. It's been criticized for perceived liberal drift in its theology. Now, that's kind of weird because God's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Mm-hmm. Huh. But they've been drifting. It's preparing its congregations for Catholic-style sanctuary protections for mm-hmm. migrants, mm-hmm. including those with terrorist ties. <laughs> nice. I love it. I love it. Till they bomb your church. Oh, yeah. And then they're going to, you know... Be crying that their eye mm-hmm. got put out or something. The Sanctuary Church program is ostensibly in response to President-elect Donald Trump's intention to defund sanctuary cities. That dang Trump. Dang it. One member of the Boskville United Methodist Church who spoke anonymously out of fear. He said that he learned about the virtual mosque program after an interim pastor, pastor, began preaching Sufi Islamic parables in an attempt to tenderize, quote unquote, tenderize the church to accept Islamification. 
Wow. Wow. So you go to church, you go to your methadone church, and you're used to just the, the heroin, right? The methadone to stay asleep. But now this guy's preaching Islamic parables mm-hmm. to you. Wow. So you go, wow, that's cool. That's cool. In addition, the small church apparently installed a state-of-the-art surveillance system, which can't be accessed on site. I don't know why that's important, but apparently probably it's like it's all going to be secret. Mm-hmm. What I want you to understand, though, is that nowhere does the United Methadon Church say we're going to convert them or tell them about Jesus, Jesus Christ, the the Lord and Savior of John Wesley, mm-hmm. who founded the method of study that these boneheads have now screwed up over the years. Mm-hmm. We're not going to teach them about John Wesley's Lord. We're just going to hide them from Donald Trump mm-hmm. and give them so they can they can they can still be in mosque. They can still serve. They can do their religion mm-hmm. in our religious sanctuary. Right. Yeah. So they don't even try to hide it like this is a, um, you know, an attempt to convert Mm-mm. bad Muslims into good Christians. Not even an attempt. No. You can stay just the way you are. So the United Methodist Church couldn't be reached for comment. Obviously. Its website was taken down. Uh. It said due to fraud and other unethical actions by some members. Hmm. So they're having problems. Now, this is, uh, they say, after weeks of inundating the congregation with watered-down Islamized scripture, the board of trustees at the church was later asked by the reverend to approve, surprise, surprise, federally supervised refugee scheme, which they ultimately refused. After the church trustees said no, the United Mothedon Church sent its district supervisor to ask the congregation directly, how would you feel about taking in some Syrian refugees? Hmm. So I don't think uh, a lot of the the, the board and the congregation um, dug that. So they're having problems getting that. But that's what they want to do. Well. So while the world falls apart, they're going to save. They're not saving anything. No. Or anyone. No, they're just going to go against DJT. They're the blind leading the blind. Yeah. And the Lord said they're all going to fall into a pit. Yeah. The pit. All right, Ms. Kapow. I don't have anything else to say. I think I've been surly enough. I think you have. I've been very surly today. Mm-hmm. Surly you have. <laughs> <laughs> surly you have received. Surly you give. Something like that. You're funny. Yeah. We'll, we'll give a chow. We'll give a chow, and then we will uh, wish everybody um, a nice holiday season and good night, and we'll talk to you next week. Ciao, babies.